Blog Talk Radio. This is Jay Lethal, the undisputed champion of the wrestling world. This is John Sullivan. It's Babs Ayagbusi. Michael Thompson talking. The phenomenal AJ Styles. Xavier Rose. Charles Johnson. Psycho Killer, Kamasa Champa. This is Matt Blair. Thank you for listening to Sportscast Radio. Sportscast Radio. Welcome to Sportscast Radio. <laughs> it's been a while, my friends. Been a while, been a while, been a while. We are uh, returning uh, in short fashion here to Sportscast Radio. We've been out for a while, and um, obviously we got some ground to pick up. Uh, been a lot going going on, and uh, we definitely have uh, news to follow up through, uh, be it some MLB stuff, some NCAA football stuff. Uh, obviously, there's been a lot of boxing um, not quite uh, the the well, I, I want to say almost almost level that we expected as far as things go, but definitely a, a good way to finish out the year. And obviously, uh, we also have Tank Davis fighting next weekend, um, or rather this weekend, if we're uh, since we're already Sunday night going into the the following. Um, it's uh, it's definitely uh, obviously getting that that good time of year. We get some great uh, NBA games on Christmas Day, which is one of my favorite sport days as far as. Um, as far as uh, everything goes, usually you get some good leftover food, depending on when your uh, Christmas uh, or holiday events occur. And uh, then you get to sit back and enjoy a smattering of, uh, of awesome NBA games. Um, maybe a, a middling bowl game usually in there somewhere. And then, um, and, uh, and then obviously you, uh, you conquer out after uh, getting annoyed that maybe your favorite uh, Christmas present or device is uh, already not accepting a charge for some stupid reason. Um, yeah, and, and it's going to be good. There should be a lot of fun to be had. Uh, let's see, we also had, again, huge boxing matches, uh, including, uh, you know, you had Wilder. Uh, obviously, in, in, in King Kong, uh, the rematch that occurred, you also had, uh, you had uh, let's see, uh, Joshua and Ruiz, a rematch that occurred uh, with some pretty big ramifications. Obviously, in Saudi Arabia, uh, we had Charlo with a rematch to Harrison uh, this weekend. We had Julio Cesar Chavez uh, bringing out a good crowd uh, for his fight uh, this weekend. And then... Um, uh, obviously, we you know we had the UFC event that I'm sure Elijah will want to uh, touch on when uh, when he uh, joins us a little shortly here. Uh, let's see, jumping into it, I guess I'm going to jump right into the Christmas games. We're going to kind of work a little backwards or forwards to backwards because it's the one thing that I'm really excited about. Um, you know, one of the most underwhelming matchups that we will see, unfortunately, is going to be the Warriors and Rockets, uh, as you have the shell of the team uh, that is uh, the Warriors going up against the Western uh, Conference uh, Rockets, who are doing extremely awesome uh, on the back of, obviously, the uh, the 40-point machine, it seems, uh, in James Harden right now. Um I was discussing a little earlier with my pops, and he was saying uh, he, he was saying that the, the Rockets are still a contender, and I still I still say they fall short just because of the depth that's required in the playoffs to make those difference. Uh, you know, uh, your stars got to rest sometime, and uh, and in truth be told, especially in that uh, that Rockets offense where it's uh, you know run shoot run shoot, 
uh, and, and try and uh, try and put those points up. So um, this game will probably be probably the most under underwhelming of it, despite, uh, despite things. Um, obviously you get uh, the Celtics and Raptors uh, Celtics and Raptors should be actually still a good game. Uh, Raptors actually just uh, met up with, I believe uh, the Spurs recently. So you get a little Kawhi uh, uh, love there as far as, uh, uh, as far as things go. Um, uh, over that last time and then uh, but uh, otherwise I mean it's just uh, just one of those things uh, it's just more good games uh, you also have uh, the Bucks and 76ers um, the Bucks looking ridiculous right now uh, Giannis and I'm not even going to try to say his last name because as soon as I do I feel like Ryan will come in and, and start uh, start bashing me on it um, but then, uh, you know, Giannis going, going ham all season long so far and actually most recently taking on the Los Angeles Lakers um, in all, overall a really good, um, a good game. But, uh, you know, I, I would argue uh, some of the Lakers' decisions towards the ends, there are mistakes that were made, um, fell more on them rather than the clutchness of um, the Bucks per se, but definitely uh, could be a fi- uh, NBA Finals um preview as far as uh as far as last week's game uh, but again the bucks and uh 76ers uh you know as far as that goes should be an entertaining one um as long as nobody's on any uh load management which i'm sure the nba uh would be a little uh pissed off when their premier games are doing that um the way it stands right now obviously uh bucks with only four losses which is just amazing uh 76ers not far behind though 21 10 11 games over 500 um it's really, really clustered for that, uh, that right now, that two seed spot. But again, we haven't even hit halfway mark with the season. So, um, but yeah, this game definitely could have some cool, uh, Eastern conference finals matchup as far as that goes. So, um, I'm going to give the edge of the bucks, despite the fact that the Philadelphia 76ers are going to be at home. Um, uh, but just because of the fact that they seem to be a relentless machine uh, all season long. Um, let's see. Uh, speaking of, um, the NBA uh, and and some of that Eastern Conference. Um, let's see, Isaiah Thomas from the Wizards actually uh, um, goes into the stands uh, for two Sixers fans. Uh, so the situation was apparently while shooting some free throws, he uh, he heard some obscenities from the fan and didn't like it and. Uh, it seemed like he rather calmly went in there, but uh, I wish I would have pulled the, co- the, the quote because he, sa- he said the, the fan was really pissed because uh, he didn't get a free Frosty, you know. He shouted a bunch of obscenities at the man. And, you know, I, I uh, obviously going back, you know, everyone's always saying, oh, you can't do stuff like that. The malice in the palace, the malice in the palace. But I think, uh, you know, Isaiah showed uh, obviously great discretion and um, – in a situation where, uh, let's see, uh, in a situation where the, um, uh, in a situation where cooler has prevailed, but at the same time, he still went in the fans. He's going to get that two game suspension and, um, we'll see, uh, um, where that gets him, uh, afterwards. I think, I think the fine was something like 35,000, um, and uh, suddenly he's uh, back on the back on the the path again. There, let me uh, edit the old um, 
situation there. But yeah, thirty five thousand there, and then uh, you know. So again, I I have a weird sports dream. I always think of the sports utopia where fans can be fans. Um, you know, the game can be played. You can say you suck. You can you can do things like that. Um, you know, the games are still. I, I want to still call them somewhat a family environment, and obviously, uh, uh, I don't know, shouting obscenities at players when you're you know you're paying um, you know based on where their seats were. I'd probably say uh, you know three digits for their tickets. You know, kind of a premier matchup. I I, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm not mad at him. And he handled it like a boss. The post-game interview, he didn't show any extra malice. He just set his position. And uh, and props to him for that. Um, but then again, you know, it's par for the course, right? Because at the same time, they're Philadelphia fans. And obviously, uh, if there's a city with issues with fans and uh, and their, their love of their teams, uh, maybe a little too much, uh, it, it might be Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> but again, that's my tangent because – uh, strictly because uh, Philadelphia playing the Bucks on that Christmas Eve game. Um, other uh, – oh, man, I pulled my sheet. Uh, other, let's see, Christmas games to uh, obviously be ready for too. Um, you do have the Pelicans and the Nuggets. Uh, Pelicans obviously not uh, not exactly, you know, the bastion of, uh, of victories right now as they're only 7-23. and 23. Um, But uh, Denver Nuggets uh, – <laughs> you know, sitting at the two seed right now, uh, obviously, uh, and, and actually hanging with the Lakers tonight, as is currently tied seven or 67, 67. Um, you know, there's a uh, good talent there. I, that's, that's all you can say about that. I mean, um, you know, you want to watch a kind of a fun, uh, fun, exciting players. I like Nikola Jokic, um, might be the best power forward in the league. Um, they got Paul Millsap, Gary Harris, you know, Monte Harris, rather, uh, they got, you know, just uh, some good, some good players on there, and they're definitely handling, uh, handling business up and down the court right now too. Um, certainly not the uh, the level of the Bucks uh, as far as the stardom goes, but when you think Utah, you're not exactly a flashy team um, uh, historically. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, a fun game. But I think obviously everyone's going to be culminating to the um, to the big game uh, for for the evening. And that's going to be uh, the Battle of L.A., uh, the Los Angeles Clippers versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, that game will be taking place at the uh, Staples Center uh, home court for the Lakers that night. Uh, and um, and you can see, uh, I mean, despite uh, the loss the other night, uh, the Lakers, um, they look um, they look different. They look they look different. Um you know, they're, they're playing well as a team. Statistically, they're, you know, they're making great, they're making the extra pass when they need to. I mean, obviously when you have a player like LeBron James, um, Anthony Davis, you know, Kuzma's back, uh, you know, even some of the, uh, uh, you know, the journeymen that are out there, the JaVale McGee's, uh, the Rajon Rondo's, uh, they're, they've been very, uh, Dwight Howard, obviously, you know, you say Dwight Howard, and obviously, uh, you think, you think uh, he was washed up, or but remember, this guy was an MVP talent. He was a Defensive Player of the Year. He was, uh, you know, a NBA Finals runner-up, uh, as far as that goes. You know, Eastern Conference champion. Um, 
but uh, you know they got everything running for him right now, and it's kind of uh, it's kind of good to see. Um, I believe LeBron getting the rest tonight, if I remember reading right. Um, but uh, you know, doesn't stop him from uh, from from seeing good numbers from from a guy like Anthony Davis, who's already got 23 and 10, um, with still uh, being near half the uh, third quarter to go. Um, you know, but uh, I, I I still contend. Uh, obviously, depth still has to go to uh, to or you know championship teams. It's as much as the starting five or the the big talent players, as much as it is the uh, the guys that go in there and they give you that six minutes, um, so your guys can be uh, refreshed or ready when that uh, when the real crunch time is there. And uh, and I definitely believe uh, if everyone can stay healthy, obviously the Lakers are in the driver's seat there. Uh, the the Clippers. Uh, certainly not shabby by any means doing a 22, uh, 22 and 10 um, quietly uh, just beat uh, some good quality. Um, uh, actually, they just took that loss rather to the, uh, to the Rockets uh, on the 19th um, as well as losing to the uh, losing to the Thunder tonight. So it's kind of uh, kind of interesting there as far as that slide goes, because they seem to be beating um, beating teams that they should uh, but still kind of underwhelming a little bit uh, in some aspects when uh, when you look at uh, maybe their record against uh, some of the big players um, so far. They've lost the Rockets. They've lost to uh, – God, who else they lose? Um, they lost to the Thunder. You know, they lose um, – God, who else they lose to off the top? They, they, but otherwise, you know, they, they've, you know, handled business everywhere else. You know what I mean? They're, they're beating, they beat the, the trailblazers who by and large, like, I, I, I don't know what's going on when, when you can see, um, when you can see the trailblazers, uh, you know, you got Hassan Whiteside and Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum, but then, um, but again, they just don't, they don't have it going somewhere. I mean, obviously they've had to pick up people because, because of injuries also, hence the uh, Carmelo Anthony signing, but that's not something that's going to push them forward as far as uh, uh, in the playoff stature. Uh, but, you know, the Clippers still, you know, between the big signings of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they, they're still uh, proven to, to be resourceful at the very least. And obviously this will be a really true big game test because um, a lot of people are, are, are saying that uh, they still might be there at the end, but uh, got to go with what you believe. And in, in the Lakers uh, seem to be back. <laughs> so um despite uh again you know back-to-back losses uh whatevs yells <laughs> but yeah that'll be the uh the christmas day games super fun for that um last uh weekend here we had some pretty good boxing go on um i really thoroughly enjoyed uh the the charlo and uh harrison matchup from uh last night in fact uh I was fortunate enough to just get home right on time and see uh, the the second the second round knockdown that occurred, uh, only for uh, Harrison to stabilize and and really I mean they were they were definitely trading uh, some great shots and had um, great energy the entire fight as far as I thought, but uh, man when that eleventh round came through, um, I kind of I, I feel like uh, Charlo despite the win there definitely let. Uh, uh, some rounds get past him towards the end and uh, I found it interesting, but man, when Harrison got knocked down the second time, they showed a string or a, um, 
or a combo of of punches that that Charlo gave him that I'm surprised that the ref allowed it to keep going there. I'm surprised I'm surprised he didn't step in um, earlier because uh, you know some people were saying that uh, you know they thought maybe he deserved to be uh, still still fighting even after that. Uh, when he called it, uh, Harrison said, you know, he thought, you know, he tried to protest it after it was called, but, um, you know, it might've been, uh, kind of feigned because his post, uh, post fight conference field, uh, or interview felt a little, uh, you know, he felt and acknowledged the gassing that he was feeling and how he wasn't, uh, wasn't doing what was necessary to win. But, uh, I thought, man, he, he should have been, they should have called that fight on the second knockdown. I mean, he was, he was getting punished uh, and it was, it was not good. I, 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 I was actually really surprised, but uh, Charlo again, just, you know, came out, um, you know, throwing good jabs um, and still, uh, still worked it uh, as far as that goes. But uh, it's uh, really, really interesting as far as uh, as far as that goes. Uh, let's see if I can get the let's see if I can get the Elijah on the line here because I really want his analysis. One, two, three, let's see. We'll dial him up manual style here. All right, here. Do, 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 do. Apparently, I'm really bad uh, in our first one back here in a while, guys, because uh, I have made the terrible mistake of uh, of um, not inviting people properly, which is actually kind of a uh, kind of my Elijah my McNeil doing is not available. <laughs> the mailbox <laughs> is full and cannot accept any messages at this time. <laughs> Oh uh, no, his mailbox is full, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I um, uh, let's see, that makes me laugh. Uh, yeah, I, I thought I know he definitely would have some thoughts on this fight, but uh, pretty interesting. I I think we'll obviously have to see a trilogy because obviously the score is one to one. Um, Charlo knocking him out rather than going to a you know a decision. Um, certainly has to weigh something, but at the same time, uh, he made some pretty interesting uh, callouts towards the end there, and uh, and I'd be curious to see if anybody uh, anybody wants to take him on. Uh, 154 division, they're looking strong. Uh, maybe we'll see some unification down the road, but uh, at the end of the day, Charlo likes to put up some good fights, so um, hopefully he'll get a big one uh, as uh, as he was calling for. I believe uh, one of the names was uh, Triple G that even ran out and called. Which uh, I thought was pretty uh, um, uh, pretty interesting, and then uh, you know it's just one of those things. Uh, <laughs> it's just one of those things where I, I would find uh, find that to be an interesting uh, interesting go. Um, uh, let's see. But then uh, also we had uh, obviously junior. <laughs> Julio Cesar Chavez uh, obviously have another awesome fight this weekend uh, against Daniel Jacobs, and um, and uh, he he cited that it was uh, um, uh, he said it was some illegal shots. But uh, watching that fight myself, I 
I thought it was uh, thought he I thought he quit a little prematurely, honestly, because he was winning a couple rounds. Uh, you know, looking to actually, I mean, but it, also, I guess when you think about it, not wanting to take the piss test and coming in overweight, like now, I, like I was gonna say, he was winning a couple rounds, but then I realized uh, I completely forgot about that aspect of it. Um, but yeah, he uh, Julio Cesar Chavez kind of comes out looking like Pete Davidson from SNL. Um, as far as uh, blonde hair and really weird uh, dye job, um, Daniel Jacobs, uh, you know, puts a, a couple really good shots on him there in the uh, uh, in the fifth round, and uh, Chavez goes back to the corner, doesn't come back out. Um, Poppy, uh, you know, sitting ringside has his head hang low, uh, and uh, and doesn't uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem so good. Um, but, uh, you know, it'll be par for the course. Oddly enough, he's already said uh, he's going to uh, – he said he'll be back in March is what he says. So I, I just um, – I don't know what what he does that's special that keeps giving him the control um, outside of having his father's name. Um, you know, losing to, to Danny Jacobs after that. Um, you know, getting crushed by Alvarez, you know, uh, what else? Losing to, losing to Fonfara. I mean, I, you know, like, I don't know. It's, it's really interesting, but you know, when you were watching that fight, it's really amazing too. The fact that, I mean, it was a very pro Cesar Chavez crowd and uh, it quickly got out of hand when he did not come back out uh, because it suddenly looked like, uh, Hulk Hogan came out as the the fourth member of the NWO, and there were drinks being thrown everywhere. Uh, you know, there's there's apparently people fighting in the stands. If you're um, uh, really looking out for it, like uh, it was, it's pretty interesting to see. But he just continues to underwhelm, show up overweight. The the, the refusal of taking the drug test gets the the fight moved or the fight moved to, uh, to Arizona. Um, you know, it's when, when is enough, uh, for, for, for someone like him? I mean, granted, these aren't pay-per-views that he's doing, uh, doing this one on, um, you know, but, uh, again, it's still, uh, still kind of, uh, it puts a bad, bad taste in people's mouths when you, you know, you, you go out and, and you do all of that. You come in big. You even start to put on a good show, and then uh, and then you just let it go. Like I, I there is a rumor. I, I read a, a rumor that he had a three million dollar purse for this, and he lost a million for coming in overweight or whatever. But like, uh, you know, if he's st- if he's still pulling seven figure, I got I got to know why. I mean, somebody is uh, somebody's getting fleeced by the man uh, everywhere he goes. And, uh, and yeah, you know, the weird thing is, you know, Freddie Roach, um, uh, Freddie Roach said at one point, I think that it was his hand and then, uh, he said it was his nose and it's just one of those things like, uh, which, which one is it going to be? I, 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 you know, when's the, when's the BS going to stop there? Um, so yeah, I don't know if he comes back in, in March, I'm curious to see who he's going to, uh, um, uh, who he's going to call out. Uh, after after getting beaten by uh, Danny Jacobs there, um, you know it's 
and Danny Jacobs, obviously, you know, one of those things where, um, you know, I had a good little run here and uh, obviously trying to do things, um, do things the right way. And, and, you know, everyone's now saying, uh, oh, he's a dirty, dirty fighter is what Cesar Chavez is saying. But I don't think it was uh, that uh, that bad. I, I don't there, I don't I didn't see anything that was like, oh, man, that's uh, you're, uh, you know, you're um, you're not going to you're not going to do it uh, or you're not going to something that says, oh, yeah, he, he, he cheated him somehow. Um I don't know. I, I, again, it's just one of those things that, uh, that, uh, you know, should, um, should be seen. You know, the people are asking what's going to be next for him. Um, obviously, uh, you know, Jacobs had, uh, went, uh, with, um, against, uh, Saul Alvarez. Oh, let's see here. The hotline's blinging. Uh, let's see. I apologize. Let's see if I can we'll give this a second shot here. Pressing the button. She used to call me on my cell phone. Okay. Alright, so we will uh cancel that. Um it's uh it, yeah it's it's just the really interesting uh interesting shots there uh you know where where the route that Danny Danny Jacobs could go maybe you see him go against Billy Joel Saunders maybe you see um uh maybe you see you know maybe you see uh that uh that triple G rematch that he wanted previously um you know that could be not completely out of um uh out of the picture and then, um, you know, so there could be uh, some fun matchups for him coming down the pipeline uh, after after this performance. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's or if you want to call it a performance. Again, granted, he he, he did lose uh, you know, a couple of rounds, but again, he's also dealing with a guy that's uh, you know coming in uh, extremely overweight, so he's got to try and uh, outlast some things as well, and. Um, yeah, if he's uh, being, um, uh, you know, progressive with his with his matchups, then, then obviously he should maybe get a decent shot. Uh, obviously, speaking of matchups, we had the 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 big heavyweight twosomes uh, that occurred: uh, Deontay Wilder against uh, Ortiz um, and um, and Ruiz. Uh, let's see, going up against dun, 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 Ruiz going up against Anthony Joshua. Um, in a rematch of obviously the uh, let's see, uh, so trying to get that going, and um, you know it, it was interesting. To see uh, again, all the press, everyone was saying, 
uh, all the press was saying, uh, you know, Ruiz was coming in, um, coming in lighter. Uh, and then I was following along on Twitter and saw it, um, the said that uh, <laughs> it said uh, he was using the black uh, the black shirt trick, um, where you go in uh, and. Um, the uh you know you're looking slimmer you know you're you're not uh you're not actually doing anything you're just uh looking a little dapper as far as uh you know your slimness goes so he tricked everyone with the cameras and uh and then he just came in not right and joshua did what he what he should have did the first fight really used that range and and uh just plucked away at him the entire fight and by the time that he wanted to put anything down, uh, he waited until damn near the 11th round to even try and uh, really make a, make a move. So um, Ruiz gets caught slipping, uh, celebrating a little too much, and 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 you know Joshua regains his championships. Um, you know, putting in the question of of will there be a unification there following the. Um, Following the the Wilder and Ortiz uh, matchup that occurred, um, which which again that that kind of went the the opposite route, or I guess we you know the route that you expected it to go. Wilder sitting on uh, sitting on punches, losing rounds the entire time, and then uses the literal one punch power of of you know Thor's lightning bolt uh, to um, to put down uh, Ortiz in quick fashion. Um, it's just one of those things that, uh, I find, uh, really intense, uh, because everyone looks at, um, uh, everyone looks at, uh, Wilder as, you know, a sloppy boxer, but I mean, he, he, he made the smart moves to not get caught by obviously somebody who has their own knockout power and to deny that would be ridiculous, um, but um, it's uh, it's it's crazy. I, I I I hope I'm hoping we still actually get the potential of a Joshua and Wilder fight. But I have a feeling that you know Hearn and Joshua are going to play the games um, that nobody wants to see. Um, you know, there's still got to be. I think he's got his mandatory already lined up, which. Um, uh, which doesn't seem like uh, a fun uh, defense. Um, you know, but um, but it's a situation that uh, um <laughs> It's uh, really funny that, uh, you know, you know, he ends up with, uh, he beats Ruiz, gets him back, and then, um, you know, they announce his, uh, his, his mandatory, um, which should be pretty good. It's got to happen before apparently June 4th is, uh, for the WBO. It's going to be uh, him versus Usyk, which could be pretty interesting. Um, if he doesn't want to face him, then he's got to vacate the WBO. And it's taking a while but it sounds like i might even have somebody on the line elijah you there buddy yep <laughs> he says yep all right all right hold on wait wait. i got this hold on ready uh for those of you who are 
those of you just joining us <laughs> or who've been on for the long one. Hold on, we're going to make it feel good. This is Jay Lethal, <laughs> the undisputed champion of the wrestling world. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to run the opening again. Elijah, welcome to the show, man. After technical difficulties, I feel like uh, it was probably my fault. I think I resent just to play it safe. Um, so I'm going to take full blame for that. I'm going to take the blame for that one. Um, but it's good to have you on. Uh, I'm going to skip the, uh, the touch that I did on the Christmas day games because it was rather bland and give, give, give two F's about it after getting into this boxing picture. I'm going to rewind just to the last segment here. Cause I want to get your thoughts on this weekend's fights that occurred. So, I'm going to do, <laughs> do my best Missy Elliott. Uh, impression and put that thing down, flip it and reverse it. Uh, <laughs> Eliza, we're gonna start with uh, we're gonna start with Charlo last night. Did you watch the uh, the Charlo and Harrison matchup? Yeah, it kind of uh, felt like it kind of felt like the first fight. I felt like Harrison was outboxing him, but Charlo's power actually just kind of overtook him. It was a now, good fight though, like really good was, fight. Oh, yeah, super good fight. Some people were coming off a little half-cock saying it might have been fight of the year, but I feel like there's definitely been some uh, some better matchups that uh, have been more explosive um, and worth talking about more than this one. Obviously, this one just had a little extra drama because obviously it's a rematch. Um, but, yeah, that coming off the second round, uh, he, he, you know, knockdown, uh, Harrison recovered easy, uh, definitely stabilized, started taking them rounds back. Um, the judges, oddly enough, had Charlo um, up even before the knockdowns um, of yeah. the 11th round. Do you do you agree with that? I mean, obviously he got at least one 10-8 round, but do you do you think that he had he was up two 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 or three rounds uh, on him? Just no, to begin I actually, with? I actually had at Harrison winning by by a point at the time of the stoppage. So yeah, so. So speaking of stoppage, uh, you know, again, you know, the, the 11th round comes out, you know, things get crazy and then boom, Charlo hits him with some big ones. Uh, Harrison goes down, he gets up, but the second knockdown, uh, they showed the replay of that one. And I swear he got hit with like a six or seven piece. And I'm wondering, uh, I'm wondering if they shouldn't have maybe stopped it after that second knockdown. Uh, do you agree that it was, um, you know, they, you know, they're they're kind of talking about even the third one not being, uh, or you know, the stoppage being uh, not uh, not necessary there. Do you believe that? No, I think it was a good stoppage. He like was taking a ton of punishment from from a big puncher like Charlo. I mean, he he looked like I, I don't know if he would have been able to continue or if. They wouldn't have stopped it, and he got up. Like how well he would have would have done after that. I, I thought he was. I thought the ref did a good job and called it because again, too many guys are dying in the ring nowadays. They're trying yeah. to really watch that stuff, and you want guys to live the fight another day. And I just, I, I think it was a good stoppage. I think you should kind of err on the side of caution, especially when a guy's getting just blasted like that and he's not really coming back with anything else and he's taking like there are some punches there where he didn't even move his head they're just like clean like right on the button shots 
Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, ab- absolutely right. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It was a good stoppage in the third one. I still, I still contend even after that second one. Like I might, I, I mean, I know he got up, but obviously he wasn't the same after getting up off that second one. I, I might have no. stopped it there just because again, you, when they showed that slow mo of when he went down on that second one, he got tagged over yeah. and over again. It was bad, man. Yeah. Um, do you, would you do you want to see Charlo against somebody else, or do you want to see Charlo and uh, complete the trilogy here uh, with Harrison? I think he should, I think he should fight uh, someone else, and then maybe look at fighting Harrison again. Um, but I don't know. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it like right away. I guess. So you, so you want to see somebody. You want to see somebody in between it? Yes. Okay. Now, who um, who do you want to see? Do you want to see it maybe, uh, you know, do you get, um, you know, Julian Williams? Do you, do you go for uh, try and get the, um, you know, another, uh, another belt in there so it's not just a, uh, you know, not just the uh, WBC, try and get uh, maybe, you know, the WBA or the IBF off of Julian Williams? Yeah, I, li- I like the Julian Williams matchup, but I think I would rather see Julian uh, get his get a, get another fight with um, Jamal, Jamal instead of Jermel, just because Jermel, uh, or Jamal, I always get him confused, but... <laughs> Jamal, like Jamal, uh, Jamal beat uh, Julian Williams in kind of it was a nip and tuck fight, and Jamal ended up stopping him. But I think I'd rather see him fight Jamal again, and then Jamal. I think I'd like to see Jamal maybe fight Erickson Lubin again, just because that was a pretty hyped up match matchup when they both were gonna fight and. Um, Charlo knocked him out in the first round and kind of kind of a surprise like first round knockout. And Lubin's looked really good since. So I, I think I think I'd like to see him fight Lubin actually. To be honest um, with you. But don't they? Uh, and I was gonna say you you, you mentioned obviously the uh, the other Charlo brother there. Don't you? Do, they're trying to stay their best to stay out of each other's divisions though, if I recall, right? Yeah, they're not gonna fight each other. So. But Julian Julian Williams did fight the other brother, early, yeah. like a while ago. But yeah, they're they're kind of. I honestly I think so. I saw something today that um, Dazone and Eddie Hearn sent over an offer for Andrade to fight Jamal, I believe. Next, Ooh. And that's that's like the fight that I think I like. That's probably and like just overall fights, like any fight. I think that's one fight that one of the fights I would want to see the most. Like just overall out of anybody fighting, like I would really be looking forward to that fight if it were to happen. Yeah, Andrade, obviously, uh, you know, definitely um, uh, doing great things in um, in the one sixty pounders there. Uh, definitely trying to get his matchup with uh, with a with a triple G or somebody of the like that's really trying uh, to to elevate that status to maybe get a shot at uh, at, at uh, Canelo. Um, 
but uh, yeah, it, definitely, definitely some good matchups there at that uh, that 154 range as far as that goes. That can still occur, um, and definitely coming off that uh, was was really nice. Um, other matchups, man. We had uh, we got to see Terrence Crawford fight again. That's always always a blessing to see uh, the, uh, the the sleepy eyed assassin in the ring. Um, that was a good fight. What what'd you think of that, man? I I thought I'm like I didn't know much about the guy. I just knew that you know he was like one of those guys that didn't have a huge name, but was kind of looked at as like a dec- as a pretty good fighter, and I mean, he uh, he gave Crawford some some problems early on, but I also I also think Crawford maybe might have just been trying to sell, trying to kind of sell the fight a little bit and make it look a little more dramatic than it probably really had to be, just because I think he needs to have a fight like that on national TV to. Maybe get some more people to like him, and maybe to get a big name to fight him. Honestly, yeah, it's 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 kind of interesting because you know, again, for for how touted he is, how good he is, how how uh, you know everything he does, he's not a flashy guy. He's not doesn't got like the big promotion machine by him. Um, despite uh, being uh, being backed by Warren Buffett, I believe in some uh, in one fight I saw saw. The, uh, the 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 Wall Street Wizard uh, hanging out there. Um, what are the chances we see? Um, you know Crawford. Uh, maybe you know. I, I obviously, uh, actually saw him on the interview last night. Little Errol Spence saying he's trying to work it back. What uh, what are the, what are the chances we see that go down? Uh, less than five percent at this point, probably. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to happen. I could see it maybe happening in like 2021 or 2022, maybe. Cause I don't even know how, like how well, how recovered Spence is. And I don't think that's a fight that Spence is probably going to want to take right away coming back. And you also got to look at top rank and PBC, like Al Heyman and uh, Bob Aram, they don't work together. So, yeah, like the only the only person that I heard that could fight Crawford from Al Heyman is Sean Porter, and that's like more of because Porter and Crawford are actually friends, and if they like agreed to fight each other, I, I think I don't think there would really be anything that Aram and Heyman could really do about it. But just because of the personal but, relationship that Porter and Crawford have, because I think they actually, but I don't think they're going to fight. Like if I'm Terrence Crawford, I'm not going to fight Sean Porter before I fight a guy like Keith Thurman, Danny Garcia, or even Errol Spence, just because Porter is too dangerous of a fight without the name recognition. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, with Errol Spence, he did actually, uh, make an appearance at the, uh, the PBC event. And, uh, he says, uh, he's, uh, sounds like he's feeling good and he's, he's eyeing a, a fight in May or June is what, uh, what he's listing here. So, um, 
you know, he did start uh, start to name some things. Do you think? Um, I mean, obviously he's going to need a tune-up fight, but um, what what are the chances that uh, maybe we see uh, a, a Manny Pacquiao um, in one of these? Um, you know, maybe his last big match. Uh, you know, obviously, granted, he's looked great in his last three fights. Uh, you know, but what what are we going to see him go out against? Mayweather, are we going to see? Uh, are we going to see him go uh, go for some of this premium talent? That again, in the same weight division, and you still got. I mean, he could. How great would a Pacquiao and uh, and and Terence Crawford fight be on a card? Like, the, like I don't. I don't think the Crawford Pacquiao fight is is ever going to happen. Just because if it was going to happen, it would have happened when when Pacquiao was the top rank. Now that now that Pacquiao is kind of more on like the side of Heyman. I I don't think I don't think they're going to fight. I don't think Pacquiao wanted to fight Crawford. I don't think Aaron wanted Pacquiao to fight Crawford. I just I don't I don't see I don't see Pacquiao and Crawford fighting. Yeah. Honestly. Um yeah, you know, as far as promoters goes, right now he's currently um uh, I mean, granted he's still with Heyman, but uh he's running his own promotion, so Obviously, yeah, so that's why in, I said he was kind of sort of with Heyman, but not yeah, like... Uh, yeah, and that's the... I was going to say, I, I, I like the input on that. I'm just curious if uh, if uh, at the end of the day, if, if it's his promotion, uh, if he's going to say, you know what, I'm getting the big check. Let's uh, let's let's get it done. And, and, and obviously, he, he likes fighting good talent. Look, I mean, the last three, Adrian Bronner, granted, you know, underachiever as far as the grand scope of things. Um Keith Thurman, um, and and granted he's also had some good matchups, but he's taken his losses. Lucas Matisse, I mean those are not bad matchups. No, he's he fights he fights names and he fights good fighters. I'm not saying he doesn't. I just I don't I. If they were gonna match Pacquiao up with Crawford, it would have happened when they both were with top rank. As yeah. I don't I think. Well, Crawford at that think, time, at that time though, wasn't quite as. Uh, I mean, he wasn't quite as decorated as as he is now, was it? Was he? But he probably was more. He probably, if there was a time that he might have been, like more beatable, is when he was probably like younger and less experienced. Yeah. Yeah, that you know that, but that's and yeah, that's it. But gosh, that's so tough because like then I'm trying to I'm trying to look back. So Crawford's. Uh, I'm trying to find out like where the best crossover point would have been. You know what I mean? Because that's mm. I got the boxing wreck up right now, and I'm I'm scouring. But like uh, I I don't know, man. I, I but yeah, I think obviously uh, so. Obviously Mayweather's name's been in the papers uh, a few times here. Obviously trying to trying to get something going. He says he's gonna fight again. Do you think he's gonna actually come back and do an actual boxing match? No, I'll probably. I think it'll be some spectacle thing. <laughs> yeah, like the like the Japanese uh, boxing match, the the kickboxer. He's he's gonna yeah. fight the the kickbox. Twenty yeah. twenty pounds lighter than him, and just just roll him over. <laughs> he's gonna fight Khabib. Uh, let's see. Mello says uh, Crawford Pacquiao twenty twenty two. Yeah, I'll fight Khabib. God. Mayweather's head would get ripped off. Uh, you know, kind of, I guess we'll, we're going to ke- keep it going in chronological order, and it's only right that you brought up Khabib. Um, <laughs> I, 
I know you uh, you have some thoughts on the recent UFC uh, event that went down. Um, <laughs> how about I how about I just give you the mic and and let you uh, let you uh, share your thoughts on the uh, uh, on the uh, the recent UFC uh, card, which featured uh, Kamaru Usman breaking Colby Covington's jaw. We got Elijah, take it away. Yeah. Oh, it was. <laughs> It was a great fight, honestly. Like it was a like, these are two guys who were not known as for their striking as much as they were for their wrestling, and like they didn't take they didn't attempt to take down the entire fight, and they both were just standing up and pounding away at each other, and Covington was in the fight. He probably took the early, like he probably took the you know you could say you could make a case for him taking the first couple rounds but um I think Usman's Uz- power and size just kind of wore him out but it was great it was it was it was great to see him actually get his jaw broke because he runs his mouth so much and he's like not even a good shit talker like he's like almost like he's like low level frat boy like shit talker the way he talks shit it's like so bad (laughs) it's so cringy yeah it's definitely try hard it's definitely try hard Um, it's so try hard it is so bad like and, and you can watching, almost tell it's was, like it's a work. It's got to be a work, right? Like he's, I, mean, I granted, I know I know he's posing for pictures and this and that. But at the at the end of the day, when you're when you're uh, hold on, when uh, what does he say? When he's tweeting out uh, just a kid from Oregon chasing the American dream and working hard. Uh, oh, let's see. G- uh, Mark Goddard robbed me tonight with his piss poor officiating. He let my opponent fake injuries for extra time and stop the fight early. Like what? Like I can't. I can't even I'd, right now, man. See, like if it was just the work, I don't know if he would have doubled down the way he did after the fight. You know what I mean? Like if yeah, it's just the but, work. You know, but but like if that's it's, if like, it's just if it's just if it's just a work, he probably would have showed some humility in there. Like after like getting his bra- jaw broken, like in literally like he lost that fight. I don't care if people thought the stoppage was bad or not, but on one judge's card, Uzman was up like three to one at the time of the stoppage. One one had it for Covington three to one, and then the third judge had a draw at the time of the stoppage. So obviously the judge that had it a draw would have gave Uzma Uzma in the last round. round because of the two knockdowns. So I mean he lost the fight anyways, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a bad stoppage because he got knocked down twice and he had a broken jaw, and it probably was only gonna. It like it wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad stoppage like the guy was getting pummeled, like yeah, oh yeah no I, it wasn't a bad stoppage you know I guess my thing is like just be the the whole 
and I, I, again, I don't want to get too much into the politics of it, but when you literally, when you literally just are copying um, the persona of the commander in chief currently, um, you know what I mean? And just, you're just all you, when all you do is double down, double down, double down. That's why I believe it's a work. I believe like, again, it's not even his personality to copy. It's, or, or it's not even like a, a unique take. It's just, him doing what he's doing now. Like, you know, you roll in with your red suit and your make America great, uh, uh, hats and, you know, you, you disparage your, uh, your, your ethnic, uh, you know, um, opponent and, and, you know what I mean? Like, and then you call it fake, you know, it was a fake stoppage or a fake this. I just feel like he's, he's like, like you said, he's a, he's a frat boy shit talker, but I feel like, I feel like he's just, He's trying it for to get the views, man. Like he's uh, he's exploiting the the he's exploiting the the current uh, the, the the current climate. And I, I I as a business person, I think, oh, you know, I guess that works for you. But as a human being, I'm like, man, that just makes me look at you like you're a piece of shit, man. Oh, he's a total like he, he's a total piece. Like oh my god, like he's he's a total like like I said is. He's not even a good trash talker. Like, he's just a total piece of crap. I just, I'm so glad he lost. I hope he loses all the rest of his fights. <laughs> um, speaking of losing fights, but, um, but I just wanted to say, like, I thought this oh. was, I thought this was interesting from the fight. So, you know, um, the crowd started chanting "USA" for Colby Covington. Yeah. You know, Kamaru is a U.S. citizen, too. <laughs> like, he was born here, he's a U.S. citizen, but the fans were chanting USA, Colby, Colby for, like, Colby Covington. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, because even though he was born here, his parents were, you know, uh, Nigerian descent, etc. Like, it's, it's, it's a it shows you how but, so, but listen oh, yeah, to this. Yeah. So... Uz, like I love this, I love this quote by Uzma. Uzma after they ask him about it, and he's like, he's like, this just kind of like throws it in those people's faces. It's so funny. He's like, what are you talking about? They're chanting USA for me. Let's be honest. I've said it time and time again. I'm more American than him. I am what it means to be American. I'm an immigrant that came here and worked my ass off tirelessly to get to the top, and I'm still prevailing. And so that's what it means to be American. It's not necessarily just because you were born here. You feel privileged. It is what it means to be American. No, I told you. I told you. None of these guys work harder than me. That's what it means to be American. I work my ass off. I'm going to continue to work my ass off, and obviously, with good integrity. I don't have to walk around like a punk and say these certain things that are going to abuse the whole country, or abuse the whole world to talk about people and religious things like that. I don't have to. I'm going to walk with integrity because at the end of the day, I want everyone that's watching me every eye that's on me to look at me and say, you know what, that's what we do. That's what we want to be. That's the example we like. And so I'm more American than him. So when they were chanting USA, you damn sure better believe that was because of me. <laughs> I'm so glad you, you, you brought that quote up. Cause I was going to read I just, that one. I'm, love, like, I'm like, it's so long. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. When I saw I that, I was like, flipped, I love how he flipped it. I love how he flipped it on him. 
Like in my in my head, I'm just seeing uh, Papa Doc stand there with the mic to his lips, but not seeing it, saying anything. <laughs> Which like makes now sense because right now it's Josh that, Ryan Sutton. He can't say anything. <laughs> like this, this is the kind of trash talk that's good. Like, oh, yeah. like, and this is the kind Absolutely. of trash talk that Kamaru was like, kind of doing the whole build up, like this type of like good trash oh, yeah. talk. Yeah, not it like was, the. Wholesome. It was wholesome. <laughs> not not like not like trash talk that you'd hear on on the more on the K Fan morning show. Like or trash talk you'd hear from like us the the bu- the bullies the bu- the bullies in like a Seth Rogen movie. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's great. Um, like when I think of, when I think of Covington's trash talk, I think of the episode from South Park where there's they're like skiing, and the older like ski kid is like a big some big douchebag, and they're like your name is what's your name kid? And he's like Stan Marsh, and the one the one like bully kid's like oh Marsh the douche, oh man, like that's the kind of shit that's the kind of trash talk that I feel like Covington like does like oh man that's funny. So lame. <laughs> um, so speaking of other uh, losses and um, and things that occurred when uh, we were trying to get things situated and get you uh, in the old show, uh, shout outs to our, our offsite producer for facilitating. Um, it's uh, I, I brought up Anthony Joshua and Ruiz. Obviously, Ruiz coming in as the champion. Um, he did a lot of press. Uh, a lot of people were saying, oh, he's so slim at these events. Uh, but ultimately, he was just wearing a really tight black shirt. And there's some tweets that said, "Ah, oh, he pulled the oldest trick, the oldest fat guy trick in the book. You wear a nice slim black shirt, and suddenly you look like you're buff as hell." Uh, <laughs> you know, Anthony Joshua came out, pecked him apart the entire fight. Um, Ruiz didn't show any heart or any uh, any any uh, any attack until late uh, in what the 11th and 12th rounds. What, uh, what did yeah. you think of this fight uh, it, 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 as a whole? Uh, before we jump uh, into the other fights here that could potentially spring off of this, I thought it was kind of a letdown, but this is probably the type of fight that if Joshua would have had a proper game plan, this is probably how the first fight should have looked, and yeah. and it wasn't as exciting as the first fight. But we are, like it just goes to show that game plans like make a big difference in boxing. And if Joshua would have just tried to kind of would have if he would have had this kind of game plan for the first fight, I don't even think we'd be even having a rematch or even talking about Ruiz Joshua too. So, so those are my thoughts on the fight and. I I was really disappointed actually that Ruiz came in so overweight. Like I didn't think Ruiz was going to fall into the trap of being the guy that gets a huge like unheard of like win gets the championship and then like doesn't train as hard as they were, doesn't take it as seriously now that now that the champion. So you know, it was kind of an anticlimactic fight, but 
realistically, that's probably how it should have been the first fight. So. Yeah, it, absolutely. Uh, I will say I would be cu- I would be curious to know in what alternate Marvel universe uh, Ruiz actually trained properly for the fight uh, to see how this one goes. Unfortunately, uh, we're either going to have to see a trilogy for it to happen um, and see if he can actually come back hungry or if um, or if he just gets pecked apart again. Um, the uh, other interesting fights on this card, uh, there, there weren't many of them. We did have Dillian White um, beat Marius Wacht, um, which... I didn't see that fight. I didn't get to watch that fight. It wasn't that, it wasn't that great. But then Povetkin actually with, uh, against Michael Hunter goes to a draw. Um, that, that fight was, was actually... Fight. That, yeah, that was a really good fight. I was curious to see if you, knew that, if you did see that one. Yeah, I did watch that one. That was a pretty pretty good fight. Um, seemed like Walker was the more like everyone was kind of thinking Walker was gonna should have came in there and should have should have won and should have won easily. But Povetkin kind of, I guess I would say, showed his uh, his wiliness, his veteran like his veteranness and. He definitely used that to to be in the fight and um like win at some like be winning the fight to me at some points. So it just kind of goes to show you how how big experience is and how much it can actually carry you because a lot of people were kind of surprised that Povetkin was in the fight. So. Yeah, I, you especially, know, after, funny especially after you got knocked down too. I think I think, believe you got knocked down in the first round, if I remember yeah, correctly, I, or like early yeah. on. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a pretty uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, you did get that early knockdown. I I didn't realize uh, until that fight, to be perfectly honest, that that Alexander Povetkin was forty years old. Uh, yeah, he's in good shape. He's like pretty much in fighting shape all the time. Yeah, it's, I'm like, uh, and like, you know, you always think like, uh, I don't know, you, you think like these old wily boxers um, having like, you know, that the kind of little receding hairlines and the whole bit, but dude's got a great head of hair and, uh, and, uh, and yeah, dude, it was a good fight. It was, it was a really good fight. I would actually like to see them do it again because uh, um, I, I feel like, again, taking it to a draw is just not how you want to end something, but um Going going off of that, and the other heavyweight fight that occurred was uh, Deontay Wilder versus Ortiz um, for their rematch. Did you uh, did you uh, watch that fight? I actually caught highlights of it. Um, from what I heard, Ruiz was like, or Ortiz was like, kind of winning by boxing and. Wilder kind of not really being showing too much activity, and then of course Wilder caught him late, and that's that. Yeah, you know and that's the interesting thing, right? Uh, um, you know, I again, I think, I think it's interesting though he doesn't box in the traditional sense. I find it really, um, um, I find him being capable of doing his best to avoid the big mistake or the big hit. And uh, while, while looking for that big shot and he, and he proved it against Ortiz, like, Hey, I'll, I'll lose these rounds because all I need is one. 
And though you can't live and die by that, like Deontay did it there. Um, certainly not with the grace that, um, that Canelo did it to, uh, to, to Kovalev, but, uh, but definitely, you know, he, he made movement and, and, and yeah, he was getting hit, but it wasn't, there wasn't anything that made me say, Oh, he's, he's in trouble this fight, you know? Uh, yeah. and that's, that I find that, I find that to be interesting. Um, there's uh, already been some uh, some mandatories as far as uh, being dished out. Um, I think uh, Joshua's uh, been called to face um, um, uh, Usyk. Um, yeah, I saw that. And then um, um, Wilder's mandatory defense becomes. Uh, uh, um, was it uh, Ruiz that we were talking about? I believe it was Ruiz. That's his mandatory. Yeah, just because we were we were talking about how how or you guys are talking about how how Ruiz is able to get a mandatory after a loss or whatever. Yeah, and and and, and I still contend that I think that's a that obviously he's going to be getting a potential trilogy out of that one. I mean, he'd be dumb not to if he had if they got the clause in for that fight. Um, but uh, do you do you see that being anywhere near uh, a challenge when when Wilder's beaten, or I'll say a guy like Ortiz twice, who's who's obviously um, I one one could argue a better fighter than than Ruiz. I think this. I think this. I think you potentially has. More, way more potential to be a more exciting fight just because uh, Ruiz, even though he doesn't have the size that um, Ortiz has, he has like the hand speed and like the ability to get in, inside and the ability to fight really well inside. And I think that could possibly pose some problems for Wilder because Ortiz, like, guys that are going to beat Wilder are going to be guys either like Tyson Fury who are awkward and can box and be awkward um, or they're going to be guys that can get on the inside and and pressure him. Like, Ortiz just he he couldn't he couldn't go like full out an attack mode on Wilder so I feel like staying on the outside like Ortiz is kind of doing kind of plays into Wilder's game especially when he's not like he's kind of a traditional like boxer yeah. His style is like more traditional, whereas Tyson Fury can stay on the outside, but he's so awkward and throws so many weird combinations and throws his punches at odd angles, and he's got like a lot of length and stuff. I think Fury like fighting on the outside is different than Ortiz fighting on the outside, and I feel like Ruiz being able to fight on the inside the way he does could pose more more of a threat. So I, I think Ruiz, especially if he actually trains for this fight, 
stylistically could be, I'm not going to say he's going to win, but I think stylistically, even though he's not better than Fury or Ortiz to me, I mean, like stylistically though, I think it's it's not it's a worse matchup than like Ortiz, in my opinion, I guess. If that makes sense, just because of the yeah. way they fight. Yeah, no, it, it it makes sense. I could see that. I'm just, I don't know. I I, I look at that. I think. Um. I just I I look at the length that Wilder has, and I think if if he's not gonna go, he's got to go like balls to the wall from the jump almost in my in my head. Um, like I just I just don't know if that's. That's a, a winning proposition for him, though. Um, he doesn't always use his, he doesn't always use his length properly, though. Like no, he do, he doesn't. But but especially I especially think, going like he needs he needs a like he needs to be able to like a guy like Ruiz. He would need to be able to like establish his jab, and like you see when. Joshua and Ruiz fought the first time. Joshua tried to stay in there and bang with him. And it didn't really work out the best for Joshua just because I don't like Ruiz. I think Ruiz is faster fighter than, than Wilder is like hand speed wise. And I think that you can get to Wilder if you can get on the inside of him and I just feel like if you look at the way Joshua fought, like the first fight, and if you look at the way that he fought the second fight, the second fight you have to fight, you have to fight like that. And I just Wilder just doesn't fight like that. So, like I said, I'm not saying Ruiz would win, but I'm saying Ruiz's style could pose some problems for Wilder. Um. So, I I we we I wanted to hear this one. Obviously, we know Fury is the the wild card in the in the whole group here. Um. What? We're not going to assume that Wilder beats him, but we we know obviously that it's on the slate. Put the four fighters in order right now. Wilder, right now. Fury. Or, uh, not Ortiz, uh, Wilder, Fury, uh, Ruiz, and Joshua. And then you could you could throw Ortiz in there if you wanted to. How about that? We'll give you a number. Okay. We'll give you a fifth slot. We'll give you a fifth slot if you want it. I'll just do the, I'll just do the four since that is the most likely matchup. So just because Wilder hasn't lost and he's, like, knocking people out, I'll put Wilder one. Um, Joshua two, Fury three, and um, Ruiz four. See, and I would have. How would I have that right now? So j- strictly based on right just now. Just because I, I right, like the reason why I put Fury at three is just because of who like who's been have fighting lately, and who's yeah. been fighting lately, like. Wilder, Joshua, and Ruiz have been fighting the better fighters lately. So yeah, um, I also for, for for also what it's worth, I, I I was doing a little mild mild digging. Um, the uh, 
the records, nobody on uh, Wilder's last one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, his six previous fights, not including Fury, who he obviously has to go on, uh, nobody's had more than two losses uh, uh, on the record. He always gets he always gets dogged, and these guys are like these are like twenty plus, you know, like the the smallest amount of wins was twenty, and that was Dominic Brazil, um, actually uh, eighteen, but but you know what I mean, like it's still a twenty a twenty and one guy, a thirty one and one guy, and oh yeah, you're the only one that beat him uh, or. Uh, fought Ortiz when he was undefeated like I don't know I, I people always people always like he hasn't fought anybody or oh he's um, been fighting people lately like he's 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 started to fight people you can make you could say that he wasn't fighting anybody early on in his career but but nobody does now you know nobody does but then here's the thing is though so then I look at uh if you go just the, again that last that last six fights you got uh you got Ruiz uh who's who's Lost one. Uh, let's see, Povetkin won, but then it hit the same thing. He his 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 other it's Carlos Takam and uh, Klitschko and Molina. Like that's that's those are three guys with. I mean, granted, Klitschko is an anomaly with the four losses because he's got seventy fights or something stupid like that. But like Molina, three losses. Takam, three losses. Yeah. You know, like and then like it's a bunch of schlubs. Like who, who the hell is Charles Martin? You know, Dillian White was when he was fought when he was sixteen and oh like. Uh, you know, like I don't know. I, I I always get mad when people say you haven't fought anybody. It, like Parker's only got twenty one fights, but only only five of them matter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could say you could say I would you could say that Wilder's yeah he's got what forty fights, but uh, I I would say eight to ten of them matter. So that's still you know that's still the same percentage of 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 quality fights. I just I just get so tired of that. I get I get I get frustrated. And, and here's the thing is I'm going to now assume that Wilder defeats Fury, okay? So Wilder defeats Fury. How long do we, before we see Anthony Joshua versus Deontay Wilder? I don't man. They got to make it happen soon. I mean, you, I just. Telling you, man, like these promoters just don't. Like, I can guarantee you, Eddie Hearn's like, we we we're the A side, and then wildest promoters are gonna be like, no, we're the A side, and then they're just gonna bicker back and forth about it. And but here's the, the question: gonna... so so they're gonna say, oh, we have more belts. Okay, that's cute. That that's cute. One would argue that the WBC heavyweight title is one of the most prestigious of all. Like as far as yeah. the the you know what I mean like period, you know. But like my, my my thing here is okay. At the end of the day, if he beats Fury twice, Ortiz twice, Dominic Brazil, you know, whatever Berman's Tavern, like he's gone through everyone. Uh, uh, Archer Spilka when he was actually relevant. Tavern um, doesn't count. I'm sorry, <laughs> Berm, Ber, Berman doesn't count. The dude is yeah. like, but, but you know, oh my god. Dude, yeah, I know, I just, but but he beat, but then again, he, he beat Molina before before what's his name beat him. You know, uh, he yeah. beat, you know what I mean. So I mean, it's just one of those things. Um, what kind of split would you? I mean, a side or not, what kind of split would you demand if you were? What, what kind of split would you demand if you were Wilder? And what would you? Um, what I would want you half. think is fair based on that? You want exactly right? I want half too. I was. I've been. I've been saying. Even though like people think I dog on Wilder and stuff, I've been saying for 
even before the fight was even going to be made, I'm, I'm like, or and like when some of the ridiculous offers from Joshua's camp were thrown out there for the fight, I'm like, if I'm Wilder, I'm not taking that shit either. So like, yeah. I'm totally on, I'm totally on Wilder's side about wanting to be compensated fairly for this fight and just saying, screw you guys if you guys don't compensate me fairly. I just won't fight him then. Like, I have no problems with that because he should be compensated fairly. And to me, this fight is like a 50-50 fight. And, like, they both are the attraction in this fight. And they one guy shouldn't be making significantly more than the other guy. Do um, do you think... Uh, so... Uh, I, I really wish, and, and low-key, like, I know it'll never happen anymore because there's, there's no spirit anymore. You know, you want to get paid on the front end. You want to get paid on the buys. You don't care about the – you don't, most of these guys, a lot of these guys, don't necessarily even care about the belts. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like Joshua does care about the belts. I feel like he took that loss serious, and I feel like he came and did everything right from there. I like yeah. that. Um, I think Wilder does care about unifying, but I, like you said, I think he also need they, that that he needs to be compensated fairly. Um, do you think? Uh, but do you think? Uh, uh, how come nobody? Uh, I would like to see some people do a forty forty, uh, you know, a forty forty uh, ten uh, ten to the winner. You know what I mean? Like make that make that make that win worth worth a little extra. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that would be cool. You know, like no one would you know, do it though. I know, right? Put your put your balls on the table, man. Like all these all these scrubs, man. Um, yeah, it could, it, I mean, it's gonna be some good stuff. That that's gonna be a, a fun fun fight. Some looking forward to a lot of these heavyweight options. I'm not like yeah. I said. I don't think that um, Ruiz should get that mandatory to Wilder because here's the thing: is now if well, like what happens? God forbid he beats Wilder, and then he's the giant slayer, right? Because you just beat the unbeatable on both guys. Like, oh my yeah. God! Like I think of that, and my head explodes. But like, but uh, who else is but, out there though? I mean, like <laughs> Joseph oh, Parker. I mean, I mean Joseph Parker is no, good, but but he doesn't. Have, Joseph not, Parker is pretty good, but he here. doesn't have the name. No, and he doesn't no. have the name that Ruiz and, has now. Yeah, and I mean, he, Wilder can't fight Ortiz again, and Fury's busy and. Joshua just got them like I I, I don't like, you, I don't want to see him, is, I don't want to see him fight Dillian White. Last fight. I don't want to see him fight Dillian White, and I don't want to yeah. like they're not gonna have Big Baby Miller fight probably because he can't he can't pass a drug test. So like there's no one out there. Yeah, it's uh it, it's pretty it's pretty depressing actually to see that. Um, you know, you know, know that that's that. Unfortunately, the situation that we're in now because they're going to be cycling through these guys again. Usyk didn't look great in his uh, his last fight either, so um, I, I don't even know if that's going to be a good matchup if uh, if he does end up facing Joshua. Um, yeah, you know, because I I I feel like as far as the t- I feel like Joshua's Joshua to me is kind of like the LeBron James of boxing. Like he's the face that everyone knows. He's He's, he does he does everything right on you know in the in the in the ring so to speak and he's not like a terrible human being by any means but I just he's just one of those guys where uh, I I can't get behind him like I want to you know what I mean like yeah. because of because you know you know and granted it's two two completely different things but like you know because of your decision to again duck it or move on or you know what I mean like it, it leaves that bad taste in my mouth so I'm just like ah come on 
Um, but, uh, b- you know, big fight this weekend to close out the year with uh, Javante Davis. How-, how do you feel about Tank going into this fight? Oh, I think Tank is going to crush Gamboa. I think they're they're too, like, they're too similar of fighters to where they're, they're very similar to me, but Tank is, like, on another level. So it's, like, you're going to have to, like, have someone to beat Tank at this point in time. It's going to have to be someone who's, like, isn't as similar to him in fighting style because he just does it better than Gamboa right now. Like, you need, like, a taller, like, a guy like Josh Taylor, like, would would be a guy that would be a perfect foil for for Davis at this point, not Gamboa, because he's just, like I said, he's too similar in style. And I think that Davis is going to gonna wreck him like honestly yeah oh yeah no I, I feel like this 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 we're gonna see Gervonta Davis uh I, I think we're gonna see him knock him out and then uh and then we're gonna see him uh scream uh obscenities into the crowd and then thank god directly afterwards uh dude is dude's awesome he's an animal in the ring and uh and he's going to he's going to do it and he's going to make some call outs for 2019 that I'm sure um, we're going to look at and, and, and definitely be talking um, some of these fights, especially um, especially if he ends up, you know, against, you know, some uh, some premier matchups like, you know, you hear you hear the name, you know, Lomachenko coming out and, and you got to, you know, you hear you hear, you know, the possibility of Teofimo Lopez or, um, or anything like Man, that. And Teofimo, like, man, he killed Con- he he beat the brakes off Tommy like quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I know. And that's the thing. Like you're looking at these and it's just like, but I still don't think he's ready for Lomachenko, man. Like I think Lomachenko will, I think Lomachenko is going to school him when they fight. Oh, uh, Lopez. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I think, I think it's really funny you say that because I'm like, okay, I think Loma's got, the technical, I think Loma is like the smaller version of um, of Terrence Crawford and the fact that he could pick you apart any which way he wants. Yeah, you know, and and I the the, the matchup that I'm waiting to happen though, I would love to see Lomachenko, who's arguably like you know the the, the best you know the footwork, the headwork, like the speed against Javante mm-hmm. Davis, who could be arguably the power of that division. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I, I that's the one I truly am waiting for as far as that division goes, and um, and and but I mean otherwise, even so, I'm entertained. There's definitely some good matchups to be had in the uh, in the lightweight division, um, even in the even that triangle of of uh, um, that triangle of of fighters as far as that goes. Did you were you able to watch uh, Hogan and Charlo at all? That was a pretty good fight. That was a pretty uh, pretty good one-sided fight. Oddly enough, that's the one fight out of all these that I missed. Um, okay. But uh, but you know, again, just like uh, just like the whole bit, man. I mean, you know, Jamel's uh, the he can he can swing, man, and and I want to know, I I want to know what his next option is going to be too, because 
Oh, uh, yeah. That's Andrade is going to be, like, that's Hearn sent a fight, like, offer over from Andrade to Hearn, like, Hearn wants to set up an Andrade-Charlo fight next. Oh, okay. Which, the other Charlo, not the one who beat Tony Harrison, but the other one. The one yeah, Jermel's the one, yeah, Jermel's the one that we're talking about now. Yeah, that would, that would be right in there. I mean, that's got to be the... Uh... That'll be an awesome fight, and and you have to you have to assume winner of that fight does if you know he's still champion at the time gets Alvarez. Yeah, I mean that that so, has to happen. Yeah. So did you see um, any of the um, any of the undercard of the Charlo uh, Harrison? Yes. Um, but so. There's a fighter on there named Carlos Balderez that Ryan actually interviewed at um, the last like boxing event that we were at. He fought at yeah. the at the Armory, and he's a former like Olympia. He got upset on that card. Ugh. Ryan's no longer allowed to interview people because I, I feel like they always like we'll have him on the show or uh, or we'll interview him and then they they'll lose. <laughs> yeah, he lost. I was surprised. It was a huge upset too. Like no one, no one saw that one coming. Because he's Balderas has got a really good pedigree. Yeah, you know it's. Uh, but that's just one of those things, right? Like uh, you know, you have all the pedigree in the world, but sometimes, man, these uh, fighters. Fighters are gonna fight, you know what I mean? Like it, it's just yeah. That's that's that'll be my uh, that'll be my my madnism. <laughs> you know, he gets in the ring, he's gotta, he gotta hit the guy. Fighters fight. <laughs> in order for this guy to win, in order for one guy to win, they have to throw, they have to land, they have to hit the guy, other guy more. Yeah. If you, if you, if you can't hit the guy, you can't win the fight. <laughs> Something like that, uh, um, but yeah, it, you know, it, yeah. There, there's if that that goes down like that, that could be um, could be some fun uh, fun things if you had, um, you know. Who knows if uh, Triple G is going to put together another uh, another good run because he's obviously been looking very fallible uh, the last uh, last couple outings that have not. Um, that have not given him the the elevation to get um, or earn um, that third fight with uh, with Canelo. Um, so I I don't know maybe I mean maybe we see Jacob him again I you know or um, I, I don't know I, I think Jacobs Jacobs moved up Jacobs is like Jacob I feel like if I'm Jacobs I'm not moving back down like he looked. At 168, he looked like a lot. He looked a lot more bouncier, a lot more fresh. Like he looked faster. He just he looked he looked like 168 like suits him a lot better. Like I feel like seeing him fight like his last few fights at 160, he just I don't know. He looked at 168. He looks like a much fresher fighter, I guess. Yeah. But speaking uh, of that. But that was supposed to be. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. So, so, 
but yeah, speaking of that, <laughs> it's so yeah, it's so bad. Uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Uh, any thoughts on him? <laughs> he he's the same guy that he's always been, man. Like he'll, <laughs> he'll start he out, he'll fight for he'll he'll fight for the first two rounds, then he gets tired, and then the other guy starts like hitting him, and then he just quits a few rounds later, or just gets beat up and like takes a decision loss, like. That guy, that guy, he's delusional. He was t- he was saying like, yeah, he was headbutting me and elbowing me, and that's why he he was being allowed to fight dirty, and that's why he won the fight. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you know, there there's two things. Like somebody said, uh, somebody said it was his hand. Somebody said it was his yep. hand. The other said it was his nose. Like, wh- which one is it, boss? Like, you can't you yeah. can't do that. I pretty much I felt. Chavez was done when I believe it was like the third or fourth round when they had that like big exchange. They had that like big exchange at the end of the round, and Jacobs like clearly like won that exchange. I'm like, yep, Chavez is done now. Like, oh yeah, like yeah, it it, it got just, out of hand quick for him because you you definitely know it was going to swing the other way after that exchange. But I didn't think he was going to quit on the stool. And then you see Poppy with his head down and and just shaking yep, his head, like, man. It was so disgusted. bad. Oh was, man, when Mickey Rourke was like had his like jacket covering Chavez, and they were like all like running to the back while shit's flying everywhere. <laughs> Oh, I know. I, I said, uh, I, I brought up your reference, man. I said Chavez, suddenly you would think he uh, he came out, or you would think Hulk Hogan uh, came out and uh, and uh, and became the fourth member of the NWO again because that's how much uh, beer and soda was flying into the ring and trash. Trash! Can you believe, though, like, so, can you believe how quickly that crowd turned on him? So, like, this is this crowd goes from, like, roaring, like, for every punch that he throws, even if he misses by a mile, to like throwing yeah. beer and soda and and stuff at him, like and as he's like leaving, as he quits, like those people, like they they turned on him like at the turn of a hat. It was hilarious. Oh yeah, it was bad. It was super bad. I uh, I really liked it. I was and but then like the the post fight with uh with uh <laughs> with them where where uh he's like. He's trying to get his win, his, his post victory fight and uh, thing, and uh, and uh, there's people throwing Shit. stuff still in the ring at him. <laughs> so bad. And he's like, I don't even. He's like, yeah. What do you say? I, I. He's like, I never ran, never will, because I'm from Brownsville or something. Yeah. <laughs> shout out, shout out to that. But he, that was. Uh, but he said something about what, don't. He's like, but I, I don't want to get hit with something. <laughs> so funny, man. Yeah, I was, I was dying, man. It was so bad. Uh, yeah, you uh, obviously he came in overweight. Didn't want a drug test. They moved the fight. Still came in overweight. Like I, don't, I just don't understand. Uh, outside of outside of his dad's name, man, I, I'm 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 ultimately frustrated with that dude. And I I I hope, even though he says he's not done, he's gonna get another fight. I I hope the I hope the next person just just pops him on his ass just to really to emphasize it. Don't let him, don't let him quit. Just, just, uh, you know, put him, put him down. Man, I just, 
I don't want to see this guy get another fight, another big fight. He doesn't deserve it. Like, for he knew he knew that they scheduled this fight a while ago, and he knew that he was going to be fighting, and he wouldn't take, he wouldn't even, he wouldn't submit to the VADA testing, and he came yep. in five pounds overweight. Like, he's lucky Jacobs even was like, yeah, I'll still fight you because. Jacobs was in more than his right to be like, yeah, man, I'm not fighting you. You're fucking cruiserweight right now. Like, there's no yeah. way I'm fighting you. Like, yeah, and, and they said he was even bigger for the actual fight. Yeah. Like, so I just, you, how can, how can you get away with not, like, you're, like, you're, his name, any other fighter that says, nope, I'm not doing the, I'm not doing the, the, Avada testing. Any other yep. fighter, they'd be like, "All right, well, you're out of the fight." But just yep. because, just because the name that that guy carries, yeah, he he gets like tr- special treatment, and it's not like it's not like he even helped or has helped build that name. Like he's actually tarnishing that name, but he still gets recognition from it. It's just, oh yeah, it's 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 a, it's atrocious. Simply simply put. Like, uh, and then he's all like, after the fights and during the fights, he always like says people are following him, and they're not, or he makes up excuses, or he yeah like comes up with these fake injuries and stuff. Yeah, and uh, he's the he's the opposite of Bobby Pacquiao. It wasn't a blah blah. He hit me. He hit me, man. He hit me. <laughs> he was like even like. Jake was him with a clean punch, and he would like complain to the ref like, "I he about me, he had about me." Yeah, I think it's it's it's, it's atrocious. Um, that being said, I wish man, I, would, uh, I wish Ryan I wish Ryan would have came on and rant about Chavez because he like he loved Chavez. We know that. <laughs> I I, I would have loved to hear a Chavez rant tonight. Yeah, we'll 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 save that for sure because he's gonna come back and fight. And uh, we'll get a we'll have to get a big mega show going on. But what? But here's the thing. Obviously, the guys are gonna have a bunch of uh, Wrestle Kingdom uh, talk coming up. You know, two big back to back shows plus the uh, you know Ryan's got to talk his his Liger uh, as he retires this year. Um, WrestleCast Radio will be taking over uh, later this week for sure. Uh, we had a good solid welcome sort of comeback show, and uh, we'll do it again soon. Um, but that being said, Elijah, do you have anything as we sign off tonight? No. Just. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> no, <Goodbye>. man. <laughs> I, I, I got nothing. That's okay. Uh, we, we'll you, get it right next you got time, something? though. I promise. No, I got nothing, man. We'll, we'll get it right next time for the entire show, though. Uh, for, the, for, for Elijah, for Johnny. Somehow, we're going to get it right. But not right now. <laughs> that note. <laughs> Thank you all. Sports Cast Radio. Bye.